Today on our Minnesota Bound podcast, the story behind the stories, all about the white-tailed deer and us. We'll explore our long history with this graceful animal, and we'll examine a deer's senses. You may be surprised at how well a deer can smell you, shower or no shower. And we'll revisit the time when Minnesotans gathered to ensure a future for deer in Minnesota. Every autumn, more than 600,000 Minnesotans, or roughly 12% of the state's population, cherish hunting the white-tailed deer. It's in our DNA. Joining me is someone who knows for sure. It's Barbara Keller, Minnesota's DNR big game specialist. Well, I'm certainly biased, uh, but I think they rank very near the top, up there with walleye, uh, very iconic to the state. Um, I've learned the hunters here are extremely passionate. Indeed, and here's more proof. Minnesota and whitetails go back long before white settlers arrived. The Ojibwe hunted deer for venison to eat, buckskin to wear, and plain and simple for survival. In 1858, the year Minnesota became a state, is also the year a legal deer season was set. It was about five months long, can you believe that? No bag limit, shoot as many as you want, no license needed. Deer actually were scarce in the 1880s, especially in the state's northern half. However, as forest logging and agriculture expanded northward, whitetail populations boomed in response to the increased habitat and stricter hunting regulations. Only one time in Minnesota history, 1971 to be accurate, it was a scheduled deer season closure for lack of deer. So far, it's never happened again, and that's a good thing. Barbara? Honestly, it's more like managing people than it is managing a wildlife species. Um, our primary hunting, our primary tool for managing our deer population is through hunting. Um, that's been uh, proven to be the most effective way to manage deer. We have to work with the public uh, to determine what their acceptance level is for deer populations in their area. You know, the white-tailed deer is really a success story for our state. Uh, we probably have more deer now than we did prior to European settlement. DNR estimates the overall economic impact of a typical deer season is roughly, get this now folks, 500 million. Of that, some 260 million in retail, 33 million in state and local tax revenue. DNR itself hauls in roughly 18 million a year in deer license revenue. This autumn, more than 600,000 Minnesotans, including this one here talking to you, will pursue a deer population estimated to be about 1 million animals or so. Now, when the hunt is over, roughly one third of those hunters will return home with venison. The rest of us, some 400,000 Nimrods, will depart the woods empty-handed. When we return, more about our Minnesota love affair with white-tailed deer, right after these messages. I want to thank our good friends at Connecticut Water. You know, fall, it is here. Not close, but here. And that means the Shirk family is back at the cabin for fall leaves and the hunting season. That also means we've got Connecticut Water in the woods. See, last summer, we were lucky enough to add Connecticut at the cabin. <laughs> and what a difference. For as long as I can remember, We've dealt with that stinky, foul well water. But after a really painless four-hour installation, we had Connecticut soft water 
and also Connecticut's K5 drinking system. No more bottled water to try and make early morning coffee. Great drinking water right out of the K5 tap. The laundry, it no longer smells funny, and Connecticut water cleaned up the showers and the dishes. The world's most efficient worry-free water system. Visit Connecticut.com to find a dealer near you and join the Connecticut family. A shout out to North Dakota Tourism. You know, again, right now we are in the woods and out on the prairie chasing birds. And I'm still planning details for my fall hunt in one of my all-time favorite hunting destinations, North Dakota. The most recent bird count is just in. Biologists in North Dakota report the total number of pheasants observed. That number was 65 birds per 100 miles of roadway. That is up 61% from last year. And broods, 7.5 per 100 miles. That number is up 70%. The end result, world-class upland hunting. On the waterfowl side, 2023 was one of the wettest springs on records, which means an estimated 3.4 million breeding ducks. That number is also up from last season. Add to that North Dakota's PLOTS program, 800,000 acres of private land open to public walk-in hunting. All that together, you have your spot just waiting for the perfect fall hunt. Make memories and hunt North Dakota. Plan your adventure just like we do at HelloND.com. Welcome back to our Minnesota Bound podcast. My guest is DNR Big Game Specialist Barbara Keller. And here's something you may not know about deer. It's a common myth that deer and goats are closely related. Not true. Sheep and goats are both members of the family Bovidae, while deer are members of the family Cervidae. Whitetails may not be as productive as rabbits, but they're not far behind. What's your take, Barbara? So in really good habitat, actually a six-month-old fawn can be bred and produce fawns that uh, upcoming season. Um, and uh, yearling does, um, and even moderate habitats can be bred and produce uh, fawns. Twinning is very common in white-tailed deer, so most year, years a, 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 an adult doe is going to become pregnant, and frequently she'll have twins, um, in some rare cases triplets. Um, and so the potential for these populations to grow quickly um, is very high. This also explains from the moment of birth, a deer fawn is an elusive meal. Being born without scent, while also adorned in camouflage coat of brown and white spots that melts into the forest floor. Maybe you've seen it, I have, it's amazing. Today, the white-tailed deer we know has evolved into a finely honed, finely tuned escape artist. Deer are able to run at speeds of more than 30 miles per hour, covering 30 feet in a single leap. Those are usually the deer I'm trying to get, and they can jump seven to 10 foot hurdles, amazing. We haven't even mentioned the savvy senses a deer has. A whitetail has a nose, get this now, better than a dog's. A deer's nose has almost 300 million receptors. A dog has two million. A deer can smell you where you are, where you've been, and how long ago. 
Some experts contend a deer can detect human odor from a half mile away. Well, if you've been long at a deer camp, you probably know there's some truth to that. A deer's eyesight, you know, isn't the greatest, except at night. But don't make a move. A deer is farsighted and doesn't see red or green very well. But swivel your head, move an arm, and you're busted. A deer's sense of hearing is very similar to ours, only its two ears can swivel in different directions like radar, meaning, you know, it can hone in on a sound, and usually does. This may explain why most Minnesota deer hunters sit in tree stands to simply avoid detection. It's also the foolish hunter who thinks they can ignore the wind's direction. If you think you can fool a deer's nose, let's just say... It's not a good bet. When we come back, love them or hate them, a Minnesota without the whitetail would never be the same, and nobody wants that to happen uh, unless your, your family plants hostas in the yard. A toast to the hunters from your friends at Grain Belt. May the mornings be clear and the fresh air be crisp. May you find solace in the silence. May the stillness settle your soul. May your long shot stay true. May your heart roam free. May you find what you seek in the fields you stock. May your call to the wild be answered. And at the end of the day, may you share in the thrill of the hunt with your friends. So here's to the eight pointers and the 12 ounces. Here's to you and to your thirst for adventure. Bring Grain Belt to the outdoors with our limited edition premium hunting season pack. This season, enter to win a hunting trip for two to Brown's Hunting Lodge, wherever you can find premium 12 and 24 pack cans. For more information, visit our website at grainbelt.com forward slash hunting dash trip. Heatog, the hottest name in portable propane heaters. More reliable, wider heat area, and packed with features for hunting, camping, fishing, tailgating, workshops, and job sites. Tired of melted ice at your feet in your pop-up ice shelter? Heatog is the only heater with adjustable tilt that sends the heat exactly where you want it. Heat your body, not just your feet. You want more features? Heatog keeps your fuel warm for longer runtime per tank. Plus, these portable units blast heat to a 33% wider area than the competition. With three different models to choose from, there is a heat hog just the right size for you to get easy-to-use, portable, reliable heat. Stay warmer, longer with Heat Hog. Visit HeatHog.com and order one today with free shipping. Heat Hog, the only one that tilts. Welcome back to our Minnesota Bound podcast subject, the white-tailed deer and us. Today, white-tailed deer in Minnesota thrive in our farm fields, northern forests, and city suburbs. Yep, sadly, Minnesota ranks eighth highest in the nation for car-deer collisions with more than 30,000 a year. Despite the deer's beauty, we all may have a different view of the animal because everywhere deer raid farm crops, they damage vehicles, Deer collisions have killed drivers, especially motorcyclists. In a recent three-year period in Minnesota, 14 out of 15 fatal deer collisions, get this now folks, involved motorcycles, yep. In 1969, the threat was much different. Deer were in deep trouble, in deep snow, in much of northern Minnesota. Deer hunters though, came to the rescue, as you might expect, and formed what's called the Minnesota Deer Hunters Association. 
Founding member Rod Dimage says this. I was younger then, and I remember going out with my dad, and we cut brows, and we lost an axe in the snow. Snow was probably 36 inches, maybe 40 inches. It was just incredible. Deer were starving. Something needed to be done. A small band of hunters from Grand Rapids collected starved deer carcasses, and <laughs> yeah, they dumped them, dumped those carcasses on the Capitol steps in St. Paul. It was a single issue thing. It was um, essentially to create more habitat for the white-tailed deer. To make more deer habitat, the association actually recycled deer, yeah, selling donated deer hides to pay for forest habitat work. Founding member, Ed Schmidt. M MDHA started uh, with the objective of hunting, habitat, education and legislation. Our membership at that time was five bucks. We wanted to make it so it was affordable for any deer hunter in the state. And it worked. If we get um, 10,000 in 10 years, we would be doing well and we passed that. Today, the association has 63 chapters around the state and more than 20,000 members. Former executive director, Greg Enwall. You know, I think one of the things that's great, and I love the other organizations that are national, but this was truly the grassroots where there's a crisis in Minnesota and a bunch of people said, we gotta do something and get the legislators' attention. Today, the Deer Group also operates summer forkhorn camps for young would-be hunters. But in forkhorn one, the kids get their firearm safety, plus hunting ethics, you know, and all the hunting skills, the orienteering. It's all about the future, it's all about the kids, it's about the resource, it's about uh, um, the magic of deer hunting. However, not all is sky blue for the future of deer and deer hunting in Minnesota. For one thing, deer hunters are disappearing. Yes, along with their financial support to manage deer. Um, the baby, baby boomer generation constitutes the largest portion of our deer hunters. As they continue to age and um, leave the sport, they're not being uh, replaced by youth um, at the same rate that they're leaving. And so that's a concern. In addition to fewer hunters, a greater concern at the moment is a fatal deer disease showing up in Minnesota known as CWD. Lou Cornicelli, a former DNR wildlife research manager, has this to say. It's one of the most complicated diseases, I think, that we, that we confront in wildlife management. We think it has the potential to be really serious. And, I, and why I say that is it's a disease that doesn't just show up, do its damage, and move on. The issue is it's a prion, so it's a non-living organism that can persist in the soil, soil for a very long time. If unchecked, could CWD eradicate the state's deer herd? Once it becomes established, not, there isn't going to be much we can do about it. And at some point, it will have impacts on deer populations. I don't think it'll be no deer. I think they're gonna have reduced deer populations. And nobody wants that to happen. Right now, we would describe our infection as fairly limited, and, and we're trying to keep it that way, obviously. You know, our, our desire is to leave a, leave a legacy of diseased-free deer. Time to take a break. When we return, I'll share my thoughts about my passion for the white-tailed deer. Ron Shera here with a question. Have you ever heard of an economic first responder? That's an economic first responder. Well, it's real. Think of Star Bank, 
Star Bank is saving local businesses as an economic first responder in the Twin Cities, the West Metro, and rural Minnesota. Star Bank has been helping small businesses keep their lights on, pay their rent, pay their employees for months now. In fact, Star Bank has helped 629 local businesses during this pandemic. And they've been keeping small businesses on Minnesota's main streets as well. Keeping small businesses alive. Economic first responders, indeed. You know, Star Bank is our local hero during this pandemic. Find Star Bank at starbank.net on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Bank locally with Star Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. That's my choice, Star Bank. Ron Shera here. Clean, affordable, reliable energy. These are all the things that people want for their homes and businesses. The one source of energy in Minnesota that can offer all of these benefits is propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Affordable. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, propane costs approximately 30% less than electricity in the U.S. The savings can be even higher in Minnesota. Reliable. Propane is energy stored on site, independent of the grid, and propane can power your home or business anytime you need it. Energy. Propane is a direct energy source used at your home or business, unlike electricity, which is produced somewhere away from your home. By the time electricity gets to your home, 66% of the energy used to produce it is lost. That is why propane is approximately three times more efficient than electricity. Propane, the right energy right now. For more information on what propane can do for you and the environment, go to propane.com. Welcome back to the Minnesota Bond Podcast, the story behind the stories. When autumn glows under the ruddy moon, this is your time, old friend of mine, you the white-tailed deer. Your beauty is forever awesome, your grace is nature's best. I never tire of seeing you, old friend of mine, you the white-tailed deer. They say these are the good old days for you and your kind. You roam not only the fields and forests today, but farms, even suburbs, are homes to Rome. There was a time, old friend of mine, when a century ago you were almost gone, yeah, underappreciated, overhunted. In northeast Iowa, my grandfather in 1913 saw his name in the local newspaper because you know what? <laughs> he saw a deer track. But that's history, old friend of mine. Now the American Hunter and Wildlife Managers have brought you back to more than 30 million strong. Now you're sometimes a pest crossing busy roads, eating money, crops, or expensive flowers next to my house. But I'll say this, you're still a pretty pest, graceful in every way. And here's to you, old bighorn buck, your antlers reaching for the sky. Such a royal and magnificent sight you are, crown king of the forest. You are the fantasy of every deer hunter who's ever entered your domain. And that includes me, old friend of mine, you, the white-tailed deer. Since time began, I've been the predator and you, the prey. For a million years, we've played these roles. The result has been, I made you and you made me. Today, some say our hunting game should end, that you're too pretty to be hunted down, that against me and my high-powered weapons, you don't have a, a chance. No defense. 
Yes, they're talking about you, old friend of mine, you, the white-tailed deer. <laughs> but they don't have a clue. Nature's laws cannot be changed. Over time, it was the very hunt for you that gave you grace, that made your feet so swift, your eyes, ears, nose so keen. These are the gifts to you, old friend of mine, so many hunts, so bittersweet. So if the world is listening, as a hunter, I'd like to say, it's always a challenge, always a privilege to share the woods with you. So too, it's an honor to simply know you in your environment. You, old friend of mine, you, the white-tailed deer. <laughs>